The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. If you're around Balls Bridge this weekend, you might find yourself in colourful company. The Dublin Tattoo Convention returns to the RDS for its 21st year, bringing internationally renowned artists to ink enthusiasts on the Emerald Isle. News Talk reporter Sarah Madden has been checking out what's on display and she joins me in studio now. Before we get into the people you met, mm-hmm. do you have a tattoo yourself? No. I stood out like an absolute sore thumb yesterday at the RDS. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've come close a couple of times, but no, I've never seen a tattoo that seemed worth the wrath of my mother. But they are really popular here in Ireland. And there's one recent study that says almost 35% of us have at least one tattoo. And walking around the RDS yesterday, I would well believe it. Do you have any tattoos? All over. Just got my arse to fill. I've got pretty much a bodysuit at this point. I've got my entire shoulders to my ankles on the on my back and then my stomach, my legs are nearly filled, both sleeves, hands, palms, both of them, my ears, my neck. I only have little gaps really and I'm only 21. I have a dog, I have a cat, I have a fox mask and I have two koi fish. It's a banana on a skateboard and then a lightning bolt as well. <laughs> I did that one myself but I uh, wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> wow, okay and what I'm seeing here is almost like a, a skeletal face. Yeah, it's called Day of the Dead, I call it my ex. What brought you guys here today? I want to get me fourth tattoo. Yeah! We're going to get some matching ones. <laughs> They're two little kittens with fairy wings. They're so cute. <laughs> This is my first time, I just wanted to come and experience the culture a bit more and get to know some people, I guess. Uh, I'm Christopher Kenyon. I've been tattooed for about 14 years. What is the craziest request you've ever gotten for a tattoo? Oh, I did a vagina with, uh, with butterfly wings, that was a good one. <laughs> um, a guy wanted his dinner lady with bondage gear. Uh, Lucy Scovell and I'm from Kingston near London. I think you could teach anyone to tattoo. Uh, it is a tool. So being an artist is what carries you as a tattoo artist. My designs are my artwork, but I have the ability to tattoo them onto someone. What age were you when you got your first tattoo? 16. I actually got it covered up then when I was 18. This is just atrocious. 45. I was 55. Oh, I got my first tattoo when I was about five in school. So I did it with a compass and some Indian ink. So what do your parents think about your tattoos? My nan cried when she saw my leg. It's a massive centipede. Mm, not a fan, but she, she got over it. She was like, do not get a tattoo. And then when I got one, she was like, oh, but it's lovely. It's such a nice way to pay tribute to the things you love or just make you more confident about your body, having like artwork on it. I just think it's such a beautiful thing. Permanent accessory. Yeah, permanent <laughs> accessory. That's, you know. God, that just shows how wide and varied everyone is. But mm. I sometimes feel just having one isn't enough now. It's huge sleeves, whole bodies. And it used to be stereotypically something a man might be more likely to do. But there was a lot of women there. Lots of women. And actually now you're more likely to have a tattoo if you're a woman than if you're a man. And experts say that this could be interpreted as, I suppose, a means of gaining control of reclaiming bodily autonomy in a society which... Uh, you know, we know still tries to exert a certain amount of power over women's bodies because the thing is, tattoos mean different things to different people and they've always been used by specific groups in unique ways. For example, historically, the LGBT community used tattoos to identify themselves in a very coded way to one another. Now, first and foremost, tattoos are a means of self-expression. But psychotherapist Joanna Fortune says that increasingly they're being seen as an important part of the healing process for people who might be maybe overcoming grief or trauma. 
Recovery is a multifaceted process. It's very complex. And a tattoo in and of itself isn't recovery from any traumatic experience. But I do think it's a way of taking the example of grief and bereavement, of feeling that we carry that person with us. I think as well that there is a way of restoring some of the scars on our body by putting tattoos over them. We've seen, you know, expressions like that uh, around people who've had mastectomies and that they mark their mastectomy scar with something of a tattoo and marking that and making beautiful something that was very traumatic for them. We've also seen it with people who have done a great job of recovering from a history of self-injurious behavior or self-harming behavior, of turning those scars from a story of pain into a story of recovery by placing a tattoo around that area. I think people are taking control back in some of that. You know, we don't always have to speak our story. There are many ways to articulate a story. And as we embody so many experiences and we hold them in our bodies, how we move, I think it stands to reason that marking our bodies is a further extension of that expression. So we're really moving on, I think, I hope, from the stereotypes around tattoos. They're just Mm -hmm. becoming more commonplace. It's not a particular kind of person. Anymore. No, definitely not. And they're not even subculture anymore. They're more pop culture, really. Um, I think social media has played a really big part in this. We have a lot of tattoo influencers now. The likes of Keith McCurdy have hundreds of thousands of followers online. And when I was in the RDS, every single artist had their Instagram handle on display. So their social media pages might be considered the modern day equivalent of the tattoo catalogue. And obviously there's also shows like Ink Master, Miami Ink. They're reaching audiences that may never have been interested in tattoos before. But sociologist Jill O'Mahony told me they're not accepted by everyone just yet. I think it depends on the employer. If you're looking at a job whereby you need to be a part of a group and non-distinct, well, then you're, you're, you're running into difficulties. But we are finding that employers who are a little bit more alternative are looking for people with tattoos because it's a way of branding themselves as something a little bit different, even though in doing so, they're using the tattoos for commodification purposes which implies that there's a mass market for them as well. The stats are showing that between 18 and and 25, over the last 30 years, that age group have really skyrocketed in terms of the amount of people getting tattoos. And you could argue that it's a response to prolonged adolescence. We go to college now, we're not out in the world working and being a bona fide adult until a lot later than you would have been 60, 70 years ago. So it isn't an attempt to rage against the machine, but instead these types of things are little ways to assert our independence, our individuality. Well, the Dublin Tattoo Convention continues at the RDS in Dublin all weekend. News Talk reporter Sarah Madden, thank you very much. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.